Welcome to the Glacial Multimedia Podcast Series. The Glacial Multimedia Podcast Series is dedicated to providing internet marketing education to physicians for better business development and overall patient communication. Hello once again to Glacial Multimedia's podcast series. Uh, My name is Daryl. I'll be your moderator today. And today we are talking about branding, the importance thereof, what it is. And once again, we've assembled a fantastic cast of characters. Go around the table starting on my left, though you can't see. Please introduce yourself and say hello. Hello, my name is Lauren. Alrighty, and I'm Matt Fernandez. I'm the social media specialist. And Spencer, the paid search director. And again, my name is Daryl. So we're here today to talk about branding, uh, something practices utilize quite a bit, something they're pretty self-aware of. Um, and so we, fo- we thought we'd kind of dive into the topic a little bit, talk about it in detail, what it is, how we kind of utilize it, how we help with practices, where it's practical, where it's not so practical, things like that. So let's start off with a real kind of just quick roundtable conversation about what is branding. Let's define it. Essentially, branding at its, nut- at its nuts and bolts is basically just a name and everything you can associate and build up with that name. But of course, branding is far more than just a simple name. There's a lot of things that go along with that. So jump right in and any point in time, what do you guys see as what branding actually is? Let's define it a bit. You know, I think branding is how people view you and what they know about you. Uh, the brand awareness really indicates how familiar people are with you. And a classic example is McDonald's, the, the Golden Arch. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows exactly what it is. And really, the ultimate goal is to achieve that awareness uh, in your community with what you do and what you offer. And that's the goal of branding, is to kind of let people know that you're out there and, and what you do and, and why you're the best. I like it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, br- branding allows you to kind of get in people's minds when they when they finally need your services or something like that that you want to be the first person they think of and you know branding is the key to that yeah i definitely agree i think it's um i view it a a lot as a friendship um you want to have a strong friendship with your clients and with your patients um you want to be able like matt mentioned um, what do you want to pop in their head when they first hear your name um you want to be trustworthy um you want to be interactive you you basically just have to be their friend that's what i like thinking of branding as I like it. That's a nice way to look at it. Um, branding, obviously, for large companies, uh, if we say the, the word Nike or Apple or, like you mentioned, McDonald's, those are instantly things that you can you, you know exactly what those things are. For medical practices, branding ends up being slightly differently because now we're talking about individual services. We're talking about doctors. We're talking about the practice. So medical branding tends to be a little bit different. They want to be known for their individual services. So one of the things, of course, that medical practices talk about a lot is when they're actually spending money to brand themselves, their online aspects, is is this kind of thing trackable? Is there a return on investment in this? Is it something that you can put on a piece of paper and show that money spent is going to work? I think we all know the obvious answer to that is immediately no, but let's let's delve into that a little bit and talk about how we have those conversations. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in there. Um, with branding, the goal really isn't going to be getting direct lead generation. You want to think traditional marketing like billboards, TV commercials, magazine ads, things like that. You're not going to be able to track um, the amount of eyes on those necessarily and and how much business it's going to generate from you. The overall goal is hoping that 
you get that brand awareness. People become familiar with what you're offering. Um, they they start to recognize your name and what you do. And when they do need your service, your product, uh, you're going to be one of the first things they think of. And th- the same thing is true when it comes to branding online through social media, through AdWords with targeted ads, things like that. They might not necessarily be looking for what you offer right now, but the goal is to build that uh, awareness and that friendship uh, that was mentioned and kind of get people to think of you when they need something that you offer. What is commonly referred to as top of mind? Like when I'm in the when I'm in the ready and right space to actually pursue this particular service, these are the people I think about. That's that's a principal goal of branding. Um, is it trackable? Sure. Sometimes we've had we've had efforts where they they mention, well, how did you hear of us? I heard you online. I heard you through Google. Uh, I saw a television ad. But often those those kind of metrics aren't really all that trustable. You, yeah, and you might see a bump in tr- in traffic, or might see a bump in leads if you have a big campaign going currently. And, sure. And you can probably attribute that to to your branding efforts. But that's really not the main goal is to, to generate new patients right from those types of ads. The ultimate goal is to just build that awareness so people know who you are when they need you. I definitely would like to kind of think of branding as it's a, it's a long-term strategy to kind of Absolutely. increase your customer base. You know, that when you're running ads and stuff, people may not be ready to commit now, but... Um, they may not need to commit now, but yeah, down the road when suddenly their their vision, at least in our industry's case, you know, their eyes aren't working as good as they used to be, and then they see your ads and they go, "Well, I know them. I'll go to them first." We've not, we've seen them around in the community for years. These are people that I know and trust. Absolutely, right. It, it definitely involves standing out too among the others, sure, um, which is sometimes hard to do in in this practice. But it's that this is how branding works. You know, that's that's why branding is so important. Particularly in really competitive markets, major metropolitan cities, it's a little bit harder to brand yourself than it is in mid-level cities or rural areas. Um, One of the things that has been talked about a lot with branding is that inherent in in a brand is trust. Um, Do you guys disagree, agree with that? I think for the most part that's kind of true, but I think there's also elements to it that might not actually be full, full trust. What do you guys think? I definitely agree. Um, I think it's I think it's uh, building that trust um, in many different ways. I think it's um, communication is a huge part of it. I think reaching sure. out as a practice is really important. Instead of just being the passive waiting for your leads to come to you, you reach out to them first. Um, and I think that builds trust over time. Um, following up with patients, um, just showing that you care. Again, back to the whole friendship deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, branding sort of can humanize a business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, it makes you not seem like you're just there for the money, especially if you're actively, you know, engaging with your community, um, hosting charities or, or doing events, stuff like that. Um, people know that, you know, you're, you're a real person and that you care. And I think that can definitely help people trust you more. Yeah, and that, that's hugely important on the social media side, building that trust by, by showing that you do care and showing that humanizing aspect of your business. Um, is something that can definitely help your brand and help build that brand awareness even further. Definitely, and I feel like these practices, or sorry, these patients know that practices are busy. Um, they know that it takes a lot to run that, and it's probably the most important part of all. Um, when I hear clients say that they don't want to do social media because they don't find it important, it just they're completely cutting out that part of that friendship with their patients. Yeah, a big part of the brand comes directly through social media, and you're, you're cutting that off by not engaging with that with your patients, with your community online. Yeah, and I, I kind of want to jump in, and, and this is a little bit off topic, but when we think about marketing, we kind of want to separate it into two different distinct things. And first and foremost is that branding. 
uh, you want to make sure people know you exist and know you offer these these products and services. And the second is being able to be found when people are looking for you. And that's certainly something Glacial is good at in the SEO side, the paid search side, local search, social media. Uh, but they work hand in hand. Uh, you build that brand awareness, and then when they are looking for what you offer, whether they're just typing in LASIK surgery in a Google, and they see your name and they've seen your ads across the web, they've seen your billboards, things like that, uh, they're going to be far, far more likely to click on your content because of the branding efforts you've done in the past. Absolutely. So the the branding actually um, incre- dramatically increases the the click through rates, the the follow through for patients when you have that brand in place. Um, Another thing that uh, people talk about when it comes to branding is that branding creates value more than just an unknown brand. A brand, because of trust and associated issues, has a particular inherent value in that. Let's talk about that for a second. How much, how much value does a brand have? How much value can a brand actually have? Oh, a stumper. <laughs> Um, I'll, all right, I'll kind of start off on that one. I think that certain brands have very high value, and this this ties directly into trust. Trust is a very kind of rocky road. You can build up fantastic trust, but one false move can can destroy that, and you've you've ruined the value. So I think that value and trust kind of go hand in hand. And people, when they're looking at those brands, are in, are looking past the trust aspect to the inherent value of that brand. Get where I'm going with yeah, this? Yeah, well, I, to- I totally agree that that trust might be the value. Um, if they've seen your name and they, they, they're familiar with you, you've done a lot of work in the community and your name is widely known, uh, not only do you have trust, but that might be perceived value as well. They, they trust that name and the value comes with that trust. It also reminds me of um, following up and responding to negative um, Absolutely. Negative responses from patients and, and being aware of um, if they could work on things, reaching out and asking what, what can we change, what can we do better. Um, and then also noting the the positive parts, too. Right. Acknowledging when you do make a mistake, working to correct those mistakes, acknowledging criticism from your patients, from your community. Absolutely. Um, along those lines, one of the other things that's quite often talked about when, it, when we're talking about branding is that branding does actually create customers, creates new customers, but not in a direct return on investment kind of way. Instead, a lot of that, those new customers come from referrals. I was at such and such a place, and I had an amazing experience. You might want to consider that as well. Oh, my God, these fantastic sneakers that I bought are amazing. They're Nike, things like that. So let's talk about how, how, we, can, um, how we help our practices kind of utilize that aspect of it by building up that, that brand loyalty, that brand trust. Yeah, that, that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, you know, these branding ads, uh, again, whether it's traditional or on the Internet, uh, aren't just meant for the eyes that see them. Um, if you know somebody is looking for LASIK and you see a LASIK ad and say, hey, these guys got a, you know, a summer special going on, why don't you check them out? And you can tell your friends about it, even if you have perfect 20-20 vision. It's not just meant for you, um, as opposed to what I mentioned earlier, when somebody's directly searching for, for what you're offering, they're the ones who care about uh, what you have going on. But... But the branding can expand beyond that, and um, I'll let Matt elaborate on this a little bit. But really, the shareability is absolutely key to branding and and making sure people uh, are comfortable sharing your brand and comfortable referring uh, you to, excuse me, referring uh, their friends and family to you. Yeah, absolutely. And this is kind of something we see a lot with our ads we run on, on Facebook and social media. I mean, you know, 
the ability to tag your friends and, and share things with your friends is huge. And we see it quite often where someone will see an ad and maybe they don't need the services. But then they'll tag their friend and share it and say, hey, here you go. I know you've been looking into this and these guys have this offer and I've, I know they're good. I mean, the other thing on social media that's pretty powerful is the ability for check-ins. People check in at your practice Absolutely, all the time. Yeah, yeah. And then they always kind of leave. It's not a review, but they generally will leave some kind of opinion on that. And uh, it reaches most of their friends when they do stuff like that. So, so long as they have a good experience at your practice, um, the message is going to get out. And those people can even check in at a place that doesn't even have a Facebook account. So that's how, right. that's that's how it just proves that people are trying to reach out to you. And um, another thing that made me think of that was just doing a quick Google search of a practice. Um, if you see first their website, then you see their blog, then you see their Facebook, their Twitter, um, everything, or their third-party review sites. Um, these people who have never heard of you will click to all of those and look Absolutely. for a sound presence. And if you're available on all of those, um, and the last time you updated was a few days ago, um, if you're available, the last time you updated was 2014, it makes a big difference in terms of how they perceive you and what they think that other people perceive you as, too. Um, people will trust an outside source over over just a... Absolutely. <laughs> So obviously branding is something that we help our clients with quite often. We have many different services that can support brand effectiveness, um, try to get the word out and help uh, reinforce that brand, help break, make that brand a little bit more trustworthy, put it in front of as many people as possible. Um, Lauren, as a client manager, you deal with this quite often when dealing with, with the clients and their, their ongoing efforts, and we'll go around the room, of course. But talk a little bit about how you kind of have that conversation about some of the things that people can do to help reinforce their own particular brand. Um, I think it's just basically updating. Um, it goes... Hmm, I had to think about that for a second. That's right. <laughs> um, so to, re to reinforce the brand everywhere they are online. Okay. That's basically what you're asking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, That's right. I kind of put you on the spot on that one. <laughs> Let me think for a second. Um, but all right, so well, let's let's start with this, uh, Spencer. One of the things that you do in AdWords is, of course, not just the targeted ads, the actual pay per click ads. Some of the ads that you do are are nothing but branding and re-supporting re those efforts. So, talk about some of the efforts that you do to help support that brand. Yeah. So, generally, the the core campaigns we do are the search campaigns. So, these are people searching directly for what you're offering in the moment. You're trying to to hit them while they're looking for your service, but. Really, what supports those are branding ads and, and making sure that you know when they do see your ad, they're going to be more likely to click on you. Or you even might even inspire somebody to do a search for LASIK just by seeing your branding ads. And we really have a multitude of ways to uh, attack branding in the digital world. Um, through AdWords, we have uh, display ads, which are targeted image ads across the web. Uh, we have YouTube video ads, which are pre-roll ads or YouTube thumbnail ads that people might see before a video they watch. Um, again, targeted specifically to the audience uh, you're trying to hit. Um, on Matt's realm, and uh, you know, we have Facebook remarketing, we have Facebook ads, lead generation ads, things like this, uh, on top of promoted posts and all sorts of Facebook tools. And I'll, I'll let Matt elaborate on those a little bit. But we have a multitude of options when it comes to to building a brand identity on the Internet. And all of those efforts are going to support what we do for you in your paid search ads, your SEO, local search, and everything like that. Branding is really going to help drive more traffic to you uh, just due to the nature of what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, and I mean, on social media, you know, like Spencer was saying, you know, we can 
really Facebook's very good for branding, getting your name, your you know, word out there, your name out there to people who um, might be looking for your services. I mean, ways we've used Facebook ads to benefit our our clients are, you know, if they have a new location, we'll do a Facebook uh, ad to basically promote that. Like, hey, we have a new location in your area. Come check us out. Um, that's a great way to get in front of you know people in the area. Um, lots of people for uh, <clears throat> a low amount of money. Um, but, you know, aside from all the ads and, and all that, the other important stuff that you should be doing and stuff that we kind of tell our clients to do on social media is share those happy stories. You know, those, those patients who had a good experience. Um, you know, obviously you need the patient's permission first. Sure. Um, but that is something that's a huge part of branding and a, and a huge part of really the, the uh, capabilities and, and opportunities social media provides. One of the things that you've pointed out previously is that um, on social media, some of the more engaged posts, some of the things that, that people tend to gravitate towards actually have nothing to do with the business itself, but but humanize the business, showing a, a party they had for someone's birthday, um, you know, celebrating a 5K that they that they were supporting, things like that, that again, do the humanization. And those those not only tend to be very engaging, but support the brand as a, as not just a business, but as actually a member of the community. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, people love to see that a, a practice cares about its patients, but they also like to see that the practice compares about, uh, cares about its employees as well. Sure. Um, you know, if, the, if some secretary or someone at the front desk had a birthday, they want to see that you care about that person because that makes the whole experience that much better, like it's a family, and, and people love that kind of aspect of business. So one of the last things I wanted to talk about before we kind of wrap up, and then we'll do some final thoughts at the end, but... Um, one of the big conversations, I know I've had it on the local search level talking with the difference of branding a doctor versus branding the practice. And these, these can be some difficult conversations sometimes because the doctors want to be known for what they do. Um, the practice, of course, wants to put its name out there. And sometimes these things can come into conflict. Um, for, for me personally, dealing with a lot of the citations, I always tell a practice that it's important to really focus on the brand of the practice first. The doctors are going to get the benefit from that. It's not always the reverse. You can have a fantastic doctor, but that's you have to put a lot more effort into all of your doctors to brand them to get them to a certain level. It's easier, quicker, better to, to, ban- to brand a practice. And that's not to say that you don't want to pay attention to your doctors, but the, the easiest and most effective way is to focus on the practice brand. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with you on that. I mean, for a single doc practice, I think it is far, Super easy. far easier to, to brand the doctor. Uh, when it comes to the multi-doctor practices, I, I totally agree with Daryl. I think uh, focusing on the, the practice uh, name and, and things like that are going to get you a lot further, a lot quicker than trying to build up a brand for the individual doctors. And It's also a matter of budget as well. Do you want to spend the budget to, to try and brand X amount of doctors, or do you want to spend a, a singular budget to just try and brand the entire uh, umbrella of the practice with the practice name? Yeah, I mean, one of the big issues with you know branding individual doctors if you're a big multi-doctor practice is you're going to be competing with yourself a lot in exactly terms of ad right. space. So you're going to be paying more money and, and uh, spending a lot more money overall. And really, you could just achieve the same goal by just branding the overall practice. So I definitely uh, agree with you, too, about, you know, you should uh, be branding the practice if you're a multi-doctor practice. All right. And also, I think uh, branding the team as a whole, too. Um, you obviously have to focus on the doctors, but also um, I think patients want to go to practice where the doctors... Or friends, and the doctors are one and the same. They all have their same values. They have their same mission, and then each one is an individual in itself. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Making sure you know 
your customer, your potential customer knows that each doctor is going to give you his best, his or her best, and, um, you know, not emphasizing one doctor over another. And that's, that's a great place for your website to have your doctors really shine out, have their individual bio pages, talk about their achievements, their accomplishments, their own goals, their mm-hmm. own desires, things like that. Have a group photo right on the homepage. Absolutely. <laughs> all important. One big happy family. <laughs> all right. So that's all the questions I had. Uh, any final thoughts before we wrap up our branding podcast? Yeah, I just want to add one thing. And branding is something we have struggled for a long time to convince some practices it's important. And really, in the grand scheme of things, the the overall branding, whether you do traditional or you're going to do it digitally, um, is a small portion of your overall uh, marketing budget. Certainly, in the digital realm, the ads are targeted, and they're they're very cheap to run, relatively speaking, both through AdWords and through Facebook. Um, But the impact they have is immensely important. And uh, really, these campaigns that we do for you, whether we're doing SEO, paid search, whatever it is, are all going to benefit from having an effective, uh, well-thought-out branding campaign. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would agree with that statement. I mean, branding, while it's hard to quantify the ROI, um, you know, you're going to see everything's just going to function a lot better if you got that brand in place. Um, so definitely focusing or having a small part of your budget dedicated to branding is, uh, I would say, essential. It's definitely essential, and I think also uh, the communication bit of it um, is one of the most important parts too. If, if you're worried about your brand or if you're in the middle of a rebranding, um, it's even more important to have that communication aspect um, right out there for the patient. Um, you should have um, calls to action on your website. You should be following up with patients um, on every single, on, web, on your website, on your Facebook, um, on third party sites. Um, that communication aspect of it is, is probably the most important part. So branding, as we all can agree, is a huge and very important aspect of an overall marketing strategy for any practice. Glacial, of course, has many strategies, much of which we've talked about here today, to assist you. We're more than happy to take over and kind of manage some of these efforts for you or merely support you in any capacity that you wish. If you want to learn out more, get in touch with us. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy your day. Thank you for listening to the Glacial Multimedia Podcast Series. For more information in regards to future podcasts or services discussed, please visit www.glacial.com or call us at 207-878-5900.